You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back to the Junkyard Dogcast as Georgia throttles Florida State 63-3 to finish... 13-1 on the season. If it was ever in doubt, it was probably early in the first quarter. Is Georgia scored on 10 straight possessions. It was a pretty eventful day for every Georgia player except for poor old Brett Thorson, who did not get to see the field until nine minutes to go in the fourth quarter, as almost everyone on the Georgia roster had already played at least a snap. It was a dominating performance from start to finish as Georgia rewrote its own record for largest margin of victory in a bowl game, 60 points. I mean, that's that's uh, as strong as you can really get for a team that some people question just how motivated this dog's team would be when they missed the playoffs and now made as about as strong as a case for, for being snubbed as you possibly can as Kirby Smart has established the type of culture in Athens that few programs can really, you know, say that they, they are at that level. Whenever you can motivate a team disappointed on how the season ended to come out and have the most dominating bowl performance ever, it really says a lot again about that culture that Kirby smart has established in Athens. And you really have to tip your cap to, every single position group in the, in this performance. I mean, Carson Beck comes out after saying he was going to return for the 2024 season and it completes 13 or 18 passes for 203 yards and two touchdowns. He gets to watch the second half, you know, from the sidelines, Kendall Milton in his last game at Georgia rushes for hundred yards and two touchdowns finishes off. What still in the end ends up being one of the, uh, 20 best running back uh, careers in program history. Uh, 24 uh, touchdowns when all is said and done. Uh, top 10 among Georgia running backs in yards per carry. And then, you know, Dejon Edwards also has two touchdowns, also finishes with 24 touchdowns over his career uh, at Georgia. Uh, both of those backs looked outstanding. Georgia's offensive line, you have Cedric Van Pran out there. Um, starting his, I think, 44th consecutive game at Georgia, dishing out pancakes left and right, ends his career as 
probably Georgia's most dependable player over the last four years. Should be the first center taken in next year's draft. Just an outstanding leader. And it just kind of tells you just about this Georgia team that you had guys like him suiting up. You know, the the narrative in this game was all the opt-outs for Florida after obviously a disappointing end of their season, having not lost in the regular season or their conference championship. But you could tell which team still wanted it in this game. And I don't know if Florida State doesn't have those opt-outs. I mean, they just lost by 60 points to a Georgia team that had 24 players not playing, 24 scholarship players not suiting up in this game, and they won by, you know, 60 points. So I don't know what difference that would have made. Obviously, you think the margin of victory may have been a little, you know, a little bit lessened if, if Florida State comes out at full strength, but this this was obviously one of the four best teams on the field uh, in Georgia, and they and they showed it. Uh, I think you you look at this this pass catching group. The best player in college football was not on the field for Georgia uh, in this game in Brock Bowers, uh, but yet you still had Dylan Bell out there making acrobatic catches, Dominic Lovett scoring a touchdown, Marcus Rosemey Jack Saint uh, ending his career with yet another over the top. Moss, uh, you know, performance where he mossed the DB to come down with the ball. The next group of tight ends at Georgia, Pierce Sperlin and Oscar Delp, Lawson Lucky, uh, combining for 36 yards and a touchdown as well. Lad McConkey uh, having an outstanding 27-yard uh, run where he just made four or five Florida State defenders look silly. It was you know, as complete a performance, obviously, as you've ever seen. But, again, the, the this is a team that neither one of these teams thought they'd be playing in this game uh, heading into December. Uh, and you, you wondered if either team even wanted to be there. And, obviously, Kirby Smart told this team, you know, the, it, it's all about how you finish. And, honestly, I think this was probably Kirby Smart's best coaching job to date just the fact that he was able to get this team to come out there and perform the way that they did against a team that still uh, was an undefeated team. And they came out there and and showcased that Georgia isn't going away anytime soon. Outstanding performance by Michael Williams uh, as a stand-up rush linebacker. Uh, You know now that's, that's definitely the role he needs to play next year. That strip fumble that he had was outstanding. Uh, he dominated uh, while he was on the field. Malachi starts with the outstanding interception return. Dale and Everett with his first career interception. He's been solid all year. I know that you know he got picked on a lot because he played opposite of a, a first-round pick in Kamari Lasseter. That's kind of the rite of passage for Georgia cornerbacks. You know, when you're when you're playing uh, starting cornerback at Georgia, you're probably going to be targeted a lot when you're opposite one of the best cornerbacks in college football. That's really been the case at Georgia for the last three to four years as that CB2 for for Georgia. And now he goes into the offseason with some momentum, some confidence. And I think from top to bottom, all of Georgia's returning players uh, should have a lot of confidence just uh, because they they won in every phase of the game. I I think, you know, you had a turnover on downs in its first possession. And – that was it. Since then, they scored a touchdown, like I said, uh, 10 straight drives. I, I think uh, 
Florida State only getting that field goal early in the second quarter just kind of shows uh, which which team came out to play and which team kind of sat down and, and quit early on. And I think Kendall Bilton's uh, touchdown run, that first one, kind of displayed how this game was going to go because a lot of those defenders were making business decisions and, and getting out of the way uh, for him as he rumbled into the end zone. In the end, Georgia had 673 yards, which, again, one of many records that they just broke in this Orange Bowl game. They had the largest lead at halftime ever in an Orange Bowl game. Um, from top to bottom, you just look at, look at the numbers and the fact that Florida State only managed 209 yards in this game. Uh, they had four turnovers. You know, they, they lost – you know, when you lose the turnover battle four four to zero, uh, you know it's going to be a long day, and it, it really was for the Seminoles in this game. You tip your cap to, to the regular season, but you have to understand that Mike Norvell does not have – he hasn't established the same kind, type of culture in Tallahassee that Kirby Smart has in Athens, that Nick Saban has in Tuscaloosa. I, I, I think you just, you just look at the fact that uh, Georgia had all these starters that – are going to be high draft picks in this still playing in a game that did not have college football playoff repercussions. Uh, I think it just, it's a credit to what Kirby smart has built. And again, it's not just the guys heading out to the draft that dominated in this game. I mean, you saw Roderick Robinson uh, average 10 yards a carry out there. You saw Gunnar Stockton show what he can do with his legs, you know, rushing for 46 yards against, uh, you know, the same players that Georgia's starters were up against when the game started. Uh, you know, he had two touchdown passes in that game, uh, a couple throws he'd like to have back, but also he had a couple very, very uh, skilled throws that, that he had to make, and he did. And and so, again, you look towards the future of this program, you look at the fact that you're returning Dylan Bell, you got Dominic Lovett out there, you have these tight ends. Uh, Anthony Evans uh, obviously uh, showcased his his speed as well with that 14-yard touchdown catch. His ability in the return game, you had Makai Muse, you know, head into the transfer portal. But then you had Anthony Evans out there showing what he did in the SEC Championship against uh, Alabama with those two punt returns for 21 yards as well. I, I think from top to bottom, you have to be still excited if you're a Georgia fan. You know this season – did not go the way you wanted it to, but you also have to look at this program. The fact that this senior class is going out with 50 wins, the winningest senior class ever at Georgia, 50 and five. Uh, that's, that's an incredible run. And I think it's, it's a number that you look at and you go, that's tough to break, but you look at the next group. I think this, this group is, is talented to make another run uh, from top to bottom. You look at C.J. Allen stepping in at inside linebacker and proceeding to look like a young, uh, if not Roquan Swift, N'Kobe Dean out there, leading the team in tackles, having uh, one-and-a-half tackles for loss, outstanding in coverage with a fourth-down pass breakup. I was really impressed by what I saw from him. Again, I just think I this dominating performance is just a reflection uh, of Kirby Smart and, and what he has got his players to to play for for him regardless of you know the impact of this game um i i think you know that these guys are going to give their all for him every single player on that roster uh you know whether it's jackson muschamp coming out and 
probably making his dad punch through several uh, whiteboards after the game, after he comes out there and and, and is able to, you know, have a, a big 14-yard run. And, you know, and you know that all of his teammates on the sideline were uh, just as excited for him, uh, you know, as, as Will Muschamp was for his son, to see his son out there making plays against Florida State in, in a bowl game. I, I think you look back, Georgia's only bowl loss under uh, under Kirby Smart was to Texas in the Sugar Bowl to finish uh, that 2018 season. You know this team takes their bowl game seriously under Kirby Smart. He had players in the portal stick around with the team. Um, and I think that that shows all you need to know about where this program is. Georgia's 3-0 in their non-playoff bowl game since that loss to Texas. I think it's it, it shows that not just the culture that Kirby Smart's built, but you have to look at the leadership uh, on this team, the players. You know, Cedric Van Pran, Kendall Milton, uh, these guys cared. They they knew when they put that uniform on one more time, uh, there's a lot of value in that, and they know what that means, not just to the program, but just to their fans. And I think as fans, you have to look, step back and appreciate what you've had on this roster this season, the last four seasons, and what you have for the future because you know the young players just saw the guys I mentioned, the seniors who went out there in a non-playoff game and gave it their all, uh, you know, until they were up by multiple touchdowns to a team that came into this game undefeated. Um, if that doesn't show you that every single player on this team cares and cares about how they perform every time they put on that jersey, then there's no more proof you could have than what you saw uh, in this win. I, I think you have to look and know that not only did Florida State not belong, this proves that Georgia was one of the four best teams, and they obviously did belong in the college football playoff. And I don't think you're going to have to worry about something like this happening again. You're going to go 12 teams next year. Uh, I, I think you're going to see Georgia playing in, po in the playoffs uh, for the foreseeable future. And honestly, as long as Kirby Smart's the head coach at Georgia, uh, I think Georgia's going to be in the college football playoff and, you know, going to have the chance to play for multiple titles. So this one blip uh, is just that. It's a blip. Uh, this program is not going anywhere. And we have, we're going to have a lot to talk about all offseason with all, all of the players that, you know, has transferred out. Georgia's gotten some big-time playmakers from the transfer portal this offseason. A number one recruiting class coming in and a bright, bright future ahead even if this season did not end with a national championship. For this edition of the Junkyard Dogcast, I'm Kip Adams. Happy New Year, dog fans. hero arrives i am ready is there anyone stronger no ha! tougher no funnier i do not make jokes i make warriors knuckles now streaming only on paramount plus yes 
What if I told you imaginary friends are real? This is just so exciting. This Friday, get ready for the movie event with the greatest cast you've ever imagined. Showtime. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, George Clooney, Maya Rudolph, Bradley Cooper, Sebastian Maniscalco, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Aquafina, Keegan-Michael Key, and Steve Carell. I need to throw up or I need a snack. It's one of the two. Gross. If. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Written and directed by John Krasinski.